Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God. Going to be talking out of Second Kings chapter 4. Going to be talking about the cruise of oil that never went dry. God is really good, and there are so many wonderful, beautiful things that God has been putting on my heart. Uh, just like he has with your heart. And I pray that the things that I say today serve as confirmation, edification, and encouragement in these trying times. Before I start, I'd like to say a little prayer. Father God, I ask that you would be with me as I speak into this microphone. I ask that you would touch my mouth, Lord God, that you would open my mouth and shut my mouth according to your will and purpose for every soul listening today. Lord God, I ask that you would draw in new listeners today, those that have, uh, that are needing to hear a word, they're needing to hear a confirmation, they're needing to be watered in the wilderness, so to speak, Lord God, where we are living in a day and age where there is very little spiritual water and nourishment to be found. Lord, I ask that you would cause this podcast to be an oasis for some, that they would come into it, they would hear it, and they would be nourished, and they would be hydrated with your word. I thank you, Father, because those are the days we're going into. Amen. And um, we are living in a day and age like that. It's just no two ways about it, folks. I mean, it's gotten to where you you can't find solid ground spiritually out there. Um, uh, to hear and to hear the truth from people. So many people today, uh, leaders today, that is, are tiptoeing around the major subjects. Have you noticed this? And it. It can be so discouraging. Um, They tiptoe around the elephant in the room. And I'm talking people that I have great respect for, even. Um, There's some big ministries out there still in denial about some of the major political events, including the, 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 uh, the Pope, the Fauci, the Fauci juice. I still think that's a funny word for it, but um, that and, and then all different major uh, worldwide events. And, and then there are those that their eyes are wide open and they have been placed in a, a place of leadership for us to look unto them as a beacon of light to guide us in this last hour. There are men and women of God out there that today have ministries um, that they're not holding back and they are sharing the truth with God's people. And it is absolutely groundbreaking information that will help you to understand, you and me, to understand the things that we see currently in the past and that we will see in the future and tie them back into our faith. Okay? Um, What I mean by that is One of those ministries I like to listen to, and I'm going to go here for a minute, is Prophecy Watchers. Um, uh, They're not in denial about major events and things. They talk a lot about the giants that have been covered up. Uh, 
They talk a lot about those things and they're able to show you how we have been so deceived. Um, they, They take that also and tie it back into current events and why it's important to be informed and educated on these things and how the enemy has deceived the earth, which is exactly what the word said he would do. Um, And the other day I found myself to be a little discouraged, uh, quite frankly angry, as, um, you know, these last week's events, we saw the queen pass away. And um, uh, there are those of us who... who, have have spent our time reading and studying and praying and delving deeper into the understanding of what these different systems are doing to humanity. And that's not what my podcast is about. My podcast is not Prophecy Watchers. My podcast is not about delving into those things, although I study those things. Um... This is a podcast for confirmation, edification, and the things that the Lord lays on my heart to share with my my small listener base. But it can be very discouraging when you see the majority of believers still, still yet deceived in their delusions. That they don't understand the spiritual wickedness in high places. They just refuse knowledge and you just see them, it's like I see them being washed away down a swollen river of deception. Just, and they don't even know it. They don't even know. It's like they're sitting on a raft, kicked back with a drink in their hands as they are just floating down this swollen river. That's how I see them in my mind, of deception. Just millions of them. And it's just going over the waterfall. And I'm crying out and I'm saying, I know those of you who listen to this know what I'm talking about. You know that feeling where you're crying out. You're crying out like Proverbs 1. And you're saying, here, here, listen. Listen to wisdom. Here is truth. Here is facts. Here is whatever. And they just, oh, I don't want to hear that bunch of conspiracy theory. Get out of here with your conspiracy theorems. And it's just disheartening. It's not enough to me that I know the truths that I know, or you know the truths that I that you know. We want to share with others that they also may not be deceived. But it can be discouraging for a person whose eyes are open when others around you refuse to wake up. So don't be discouraged today. God has a plan for you, my love. He has a plan to preserve you in this earth. And um, I don't know why I went there, but I did. But um, in, in light of that, there are ministries out there that we can trust, that we can look to, that are exposing the darkness and are sharing the truth and are preparing people, uh, believers, for what they have planned next. Okay, they're, they're always up to something. You know what I'm saying? Mischievous never ends. It has no bottom. They're always up to something, but you can rest assured in the greatness and the might of your God that if you seek after truth with all honesty, God would never withhold that from you. And the word says that the truth makes you free. There are many things going on. Um, 
And I'm just going to touch for just a second. One thing to look into is the alien deceptions and the things that they've been up to. That they have plans for all that. I don't know a whole, whole lot about it like some of these people do. <clears throat> but I know a little bit. I know enough to, to keep my eye over there and see what they're up to. But we have had a great falling away already for many decades. And I think those of you who listen into this podcast, um, you can see where, where I'm coming from with that. When we go back to the late 1800s and the early 1900s and so forth, and we see um, the concepts of theosophy and all of that uh, New Age type religion, um, affirmations and declarations and all of that, how that was intentionally um, brought into the Christian world and it became uh, united, basically, St. Germain uh, type, I call it St. Germain Christianity, it's like a hybrid version of the two, that was all brought into the church in, in, in the 1900s, and, um, that's where it's really, where it really got its foothold. Um, so we see that there was a falling away already occurring that we didn't even realize how bad it was, right? And then now there's something the Lord put on my heart that the falling away is not just about falling away from um, the faith because of sin and other things. There's many layers to this falling away. And... Um, Yes, is that one of them? Yes, sin, a falling away into sin, falling away into the ways of the world, falling away from the true doctrines of what Christ came to bring us. Uh, yes, absolutely. But that's just part of it. That's that's the beginning of it. And it goes, it gets worse. Is, you know, once these other deceptions are introduced to mankind as a whole, folks in the professing church, in the professing church crowd that turned their eyes away from things they didn't want to hear, they didn't want to see, turned their ears away from what they didn't want to hear. They just wanted to live the all-American apple pie and ice cream, watch baseball, go to church on Sunday, come home and eat roast. Those are good things to have in your life. Nothing is wrong with that. But those that kept their eyes blinded because they just didn't want to see. I don't want to hear that bunch of conspiracy theory and I'm going to go and do what I'm going to do, right? You know where I'm going with that part. And they did. They went and did it anyways. Even though you presented all kinds of information, said please and pleaded with them, don't do this. They did it anyways, okay? It doesn't end there, okay? Because if, you, if, if people refuse to see truth a little bit, they're, gonna, they're not going to see the rest of it. They're not going to want to see any of it. So when further deceptions are introduced to mankind, to the world as a whole, it's going to rattle and shake the foundations of their faith down to the core and crack those foundations. And a lot of people... My brothers and my sisters, please hear me. A lot of people are going to lose their minds. The Word of God tells us that uh, men's hearts will fail them for fear of what they see coming upon the earth. 
that it'll be so scary that they'll just have heart attacks. The word tells us that. And that's what is coming up in the future. But it's not for use, brother and sister. And it's not for me. It's not for people who wanted the truth, as scary as it was to us. Do you recall some of the times in your life, or maybe just in the last couple of years, that you really didn't want to read it? You didn't want to see the video. You didn't want to read it. You didn't want to believe it. But you knew you had to read the article. You knew you had to do your praying. Or maybe you were praying to God and asking Him sincere questions. And boom, there was a friend that mentioned the subject. And next thing you know, you're, you're studied up on it. Now you're, you know in your heart when you hear the truth. Okay? That takes courage. God loves courage. Okay? So... These things coming upon the earth will not wipe you out, loved one. They're not to wipe you out. They're not to bring judgment on the righteous. God doesn't need to bring judgment on the righteous, precious one. The judgment is for those that hate God. The judgment is for those that turned away from God, that were stubborn. They will be the ones that will be deceived in masteros. And that's just, that's not, and I'm not talking about just the secular world. That's a given. I'm talking about people that profess to be believers, yet they will not hear. Just like in Proverbs 1, they turned away. The turning away of the simple shall slay them. Okay, don't you know God has an end time tribe for you, so to speak? He has people that divinely connect you to such a time as this and we are going to have to walk like these um, people in this Old Testament walked in the New Testament Old Testament New Testament but I'm in the Old Testament today um, the BC you know the Old Testament before Christ right there's a group a large group of Christians today that they only want that Anno Domini Jesus they don't want that they don't want that B.C. Jesus, that B.C. God. I actually had a man say that, but see, what they don't understand is he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changed. Jesus came to present uh, the, the heart of the Father to us and who he already was, amen, to reveal the truest heart of God in his relationship with humanity. Um, uh, <laughs> I had a, I had a man say to me almost two years ago, he got really angry about my podcast called If My People. And prior to that, he was all about it and liked my podcast and he was my friend, I'm just social media friend. And, and, um, uh, whatever I said on there, it triggered him so bad. He just, boy, I'm gonna tell you, went off on me. And told me that if God was who I said he was, which, which, let me emphasize, if you go and listen to that podcast, If My People, um, he said, I read out of there, out of Jeremiah, okay, and how Jeremiah called out the false prophets. That is all I did. And this man came to me and said, if God is as mean as you say he is, I would not serve him. 
And all I did was read the God, God's own words out of his own mouth of his own prophet. And that was enough to trigger him to say, I would not serve that God. That is so many Christian, quote unquote, loose quotations on that. That's so many Christians today because they have been presented a false Jesus. They have been presented a false, a paper mache Jesus. It's all of it goes together from Genesis to Revelations. It's not separate. It all goes together and it flows beautifully together. You can't separate one from the other. Okay, God the Father didn't send His only begotten Son to repent of His evil deeds to mankind (laughs) and then became a, a, a better God in the New Testament. That's the way they present this God. No, it wasn't like that. He was always a good God. And you can see it. It's so plain. You can see it. But you know what I love moving on from that subject what I love um, in some of these Old Testament stories is I love the, the, the undiluted concentrated power of God and I believe in this last hour God is going to bring that uh, to the forefront in our end time battles that's right I believe we're going to see oil cruises that never run out of oil. I believe we're going to see rice buckets that never run out of rice. I believe that we're going to see milk that doesn't spoil, despite the fact we don't have electricity. I believe we're going to see things that we're going to walk in the power of God in a way like we never dreamed. That we are going to be mighty trees in the earth taking long loping steps. And that as we go forward in this earth, that people will have already heard about the might and the power of our God. That's right. So, I want to read today about this precious widow woman. Another widow woman came to my heart. The last podcast, I talked about the, the widow woman with the mill barrel. Well, this time, that was with Elijah. With this, this time, I'm going to talk about the widow woman uh, with Elisha. They both experienced some, a miracle that they uh, blessed a widow woman. Each one of them did. I'm going to start and I'm going to read verse um, 1 through 7, chapter 4 of 2 Kings. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondsmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou have in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors. Empty every vessel, excuse me, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. 
And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside which that which is full. So now this is crazy, isn't it? Now she she she, she didn't she didn't question him. Did you notice that when the man of God said, "Go do this," she knew how it worked. This was an act of faith. Okay, and this was a woman of faith too. She didn't she didn't look at Elisha and say, I don't think you understand. I only have about three inches of oil in the bottom. That's what you would hear nowadays from people, wouldn't it? Do you imagine that going up to some woman in church and her coming to you with a problem and you tell her this? She said, I don't think you understand. I can just see it right now. <laughs> I know people like that. She got it. She was getting a word from this prophet, and she knew all she had to do was follow instructions. And before I continue, I want to share with you a prayer. When I was in prayer earlier before I made this podcast, I was thinking about something in my own personal life and some plans and things that I have planned Um, a vision, a dream, things that God is still working on in my own life, uh, provisions and things I believe he's working on. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I, I know that you can help me. And I caught myself. It's like I, I, I think the Holy Spirit corrected me in that moment, you know, and I heard the words come out of my mouth and how absurd they were. God, I know you can help me. That's what I was saying to the Lord is, I have this, I have this project, I have this, this task that's bigger than me and beyond my means. And I said, Lord, I, I know you can help me do this. And when I said that, the words that came forth from my mouth sounded silly. <laughs> and I'll tell you why they sounded silly and you're going to understand how silly they were. And so I said, Lord, I don't need you to help me. You know, I need you to help me have faith in what your plans are for me. You know, how often do we think of ourselves like we we have to do all these things and we just need God to help us a little bit accomplish what we're doing? That's being self-reliant. And not being reliant on our mighty God. Okay? Because this thing that I'm trying to accomplish is not something that I'm going to do in my natural means. I need to be praying that God give me faith in Him and what He wants to take place. And then I'm home free. Right? See, you need to think about some of the things and the visions that God has given you. Stop asking God to help you brother and sister and you just start praying that God gives you faith to believe in his plan for you so that's where it's at right there okay that's the that is the endless uh never never empty or cruise of oil in your life okay Because there's a beginning and an end to every material thing you see and I see. 
But there is no end to the providence of our Father. That's where we need to be putting our faith, is in the endless supply of oil that's going to come into your life, poured onto you from heaven above, from the Father God, from Jesus, by the Holy Spirit. That's where we need to walk. And there is no end to that providence. So you don't need God to help you accomplish a few things. Like, like he's going to supplement your efforts. You need to put your effort in, in. You need to pray for faith to believe in, in what he has in store for you, which is way bigger than anything you can accomplish on your own. Oh, that's a good word. Are you getting something out of this? Because I think I've just preached to myself today. Pray, David preached to himself when he got down on his luck. So I'm going to keep reading. Okay, now they went and they got, okay, and they did all this. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest God is going to be the one that provides for us you know you've always heard me say on this podcast that it was going to take a supernatural faith walking in this last hour that you were going to have to hear from God that you're going to have to be willing to follow in obedience um I can't stress that enough, and I'm at a place in my own personal walk, in my own ministry, that I will confess to you this, is I don't really, um, for those who haven't, who refused to get it, for those that refused and were stiff-necked and would not hear For those that would not believe in the nine gifts of the Spirit in modern day times. For those who refuse to believe that God speaks to people today. I don't have a whole lot of hope set on those people. And I I see a bunch of people who are perishing. They didn't have to perish. Because I know what's coming is going to require that kind of walk. And so many of us, me and you, have pleaded with people to come out of their stubborn, foolish doctrines of man. But eventually, you've got to let people go. You've got to let them go their own way. But there is a people in the earth that God is going to preserve you, even unto his coming. Okay? I thought you would enjoy that. Don't be discouraged. I'm going to tell you something. Do not be discouraged in this last hour. Um, Despite what we see going on around us, I wanted to read something that is a little alarming. But be encouraged. God has a plan. If God didn't have a plan, He wouldn't have you listening to this podcast right now. Getting you pumped up and excited for the war. As you get prepared even... There should be something inside of you that says, 
I was getting prepared doing some things on my own last week, me, me and my little girl, who, by the way, I have to give a shout out to her because I am incredibly proud of her. I see such character in her. I see such courage. I see wisdom beyond her years. And we were doing some projects this last week, and I looked at her, and I said, Do you realize that we are doing this, getting prepared for the return of Jesus? And she got she got all happy. You know, she, she, <laughs> she just, you know, she got happy about it. She said, Yeah, no, Mama. So, you know, we were talking between the two of us. Um, strange times we're living in. But he wouldn't have us to be doing the things we're doing. He wouldn't have you to be doing the things you're doing unless he had a plan to preserve. Don't, don't panic. Don't be afraid, love. But I wanted to share this article with you that I came across. And um, it is alarming. But it's also, uh, it, an alarm has a function. An alarm has a function to cause you to take an action, okay? It's there to protect you. That's what alarms do. They're there to protect you. Okay. Uh, I saw this on Breitbart.com and it reads more than half of California rice fields left barren in drought. It also shows a sign that has been spray painted next to a field and it says pray for rain. I'm going to put this link on my podcast so you can read it too. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says, More than half of California's rice fields have been left fallow this year due to the ongoing drought and a lack of allocations from state and federal water projects, leaving the Sacramento Valley normally inundated with water this time of year dry. Farmers in the Sacramento River Valley received almost none of their usual water allocation. Uh, And then it it goes on and on, okay? I mean, doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what's coming up around the corner with just rice. That's just one thing, okay? But right now you can buy a 50-pound bag of rice for $20 at Costco or Sam's. You might want to rewind this podcast back 15 seconds and hear that again. And that's all I'm going to say. So, there are things coming. And um, some of it is is just mad scientists tampering with things that God never intended them to tamper with. But you have to understand another thing, too. Is God, um, historically, all throughout our Bible, whenever the people turned from God... He turned them over to their enemies. Where in past times he held held our enemies back to have mercy on us so that we would repent. Not so today. But you and me, we are God's people. And we are going to have to learn to live in a world today, in a country and in a world that is under the judgment of God. We're going to have to learn to be little spiritual cockroaches, so to speak. You ever notice that cockroaches are so hard to kill? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just seem to survive anything, you know. But you're going to have to learn to be tough, uh, spiritually tough, okay. You're going to have to learn how to walk in the light, in the, in the light of Christ in this last hour. And to get tuned in. Tuned in. You know, those, remember those old radios? 
I was born in 1976. I remember those old radios that you turn the knob and the little line would go back and forth across and then you would tune in. You don't have to tune into the Holy Spirit. And um, for those that refused to believe that we could hear from God, unfortunately, those people are going to perish. They are. And um, that will be part of their punishment for being stubborn because they wouldn't listen. Now, I'm just going to tell it the way it is. I'm not going to apologize. Um, I'm not going to apologize for that. I have had many discussions with different people. They say, well, we don't hear from God like they did back in the Bible. Okay, well, you just keep walking that way. I mean, I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to share my testimony. I have so many testimonies of different ways that God communicated with me. You do too. You know how God talks to you. And you know the difference. You have discernment between the enemy and the and God talking to you. Okay, but these people don't believe that God can speak to them. They're just going to walk in in dead religion and they're going to be whitewashed tombs full of dead men's bones until they are until they are in the grave because they refuse to be quickened by the Holy Spirit. And that is not anybody's fault but their own and I get frustrated with them as you can tell but being tuned in to our great and mighty God and having your heart set towards him day and night is going to be your saving grace and you will rejoice even in this last hour you will rejoice in the midst of turmoil in this earth that you will still be kept you will still be touched there will even still be laughter in your camp There will be laughter. There will be children born. There will be food to eat and water to drink. And there will be rejoicing in your camp, even in this last hour. Receive it over your household. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Spirit on that. I'm going to wrap this one up. It was not a very long podcast. It was more of a short and condensed word. But know this. That the oil of your cruise is not going to run dry, loved one. It's not going to run dry. God's got a plan for you. But be obedient because remember, this is the year of obedience. This is the year where you don't want to miss a step and you don't want to miss the instruction of your God. Even if you think that you're not quite sure... But, but you feel like, go ahead and do the thing anyways, just to make sure you don't want to miss any instructions, loved one. God bless you and keep you. And no matter what it looks like out there, no matter what crops didn't come in fruitful this year, or no matter what they're saying, you have yourself a lovely day anyway.